one of the absolute all-time greats looks to be down and out until he's not. Plus, Dusty blows up on all the wrong people. Tiffany makes her play for confessional queen of the season. Cassidy is out for revenge. The CBS folks regain the power, and we get one of the cooler versions in a while of the best game known to the challenge. It's trivia time, baby. It's the challenge. USA 2 episode 6 recap coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV or CBS's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the challenge universe, we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me tonight, our third and final week of double back-to-back Challenge USA episodes, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. They've been giving them to us quick in succession i went from not liking that to absolutely loving that i fear i'm gonna miss it next week when there's only one episode on thursday night but another fantastic episode in the books the season remains on just a really in a really really good place somewhere between good to great as good as the modern you know all the stuff we've said the last few weeks it stands the momentum continues another fantastic episode a lot to get to one big storyline in particular to get to and diving into it we will here in just one moment quick programming notes before we begin next week now there is only going to be one new episode of the challenge usa 2 that will be on thursday night however there will not be a recap first thing friday morning i will be in las vegas thursday friday of this coming week and then flying back right and early Saturday morning to get back to Chicago for challenge mania, Chicago five Saturday afternoon and the brunch on Sunday. So there's going to be a lot going on in my world. And on Thursday night, I am going to be front row at a Tom Segura stand up special, not special taping. I think just regular Tom Segura show, but anyways, I'll be at a comedy show in Vegas while the episode is airing. I've got plans all day Friday. I do not think we will be able to watch and recap the episode anytime Friday. So you can expect the recap of episode seven to come out sometime on Sunday of next week. If I manage to find some time early Friday morning to be able to watch and recap real quickly, I am staying uh, with another big podcaster. So maybe he'll have his equipment with him. Maybe I don't even have to bring mine. Who knows? Probably not. We're in Vegas. We'll probably be up all night. Who knows what's going to happen? But what I know is this, you will get a recap. It just maybe won't be as immediate as it typically is. And, uh, but then, yeah, the rest of the season, will get them to you nice, fresh, quick, immediately after the episodes are over. So again, Look for episode seven recap sometime by Sunday. Maybe small chance we get it on Friday. We will see if we can make that happen. Otherwise, we will officially have survivor coverage coming your way around the time Challenge USA wraps up. I don't know exactly. There's conflicting reports how many episodes of USA 2 there is going to be. It looks like one report is that it will end the week Survivor debuts, which would make a lot of sense. Others say it will end the week before, which would make the most sense probably. Uh, Either way, 
we're going to be having survivor coverage here on this feed. And I will likely be on other feeds as well as I have been in previous seasons. So we've got survivor coverage coming your way. I know this is the challenge historian. Don't worry. It's not like there won't be challenge coverage coming, but as this season ends and survivor begins, and it looks like they're going to continue to never let us see all stars four until after we've seen 39, which I'm guessing we won't see until maybe even the spring, if not, hopefully at least the winter, uh, yeah, there's going to be a void to fill and we'll fill it with some challenge content. But we're also going to fill it with some survivor content. So that's coming your way soon. That's the plan. That's the program reminders, the plan for today, episode walkthrough as usual, hitting all the storylines, hitting all the opinions, hitting all the beats, then awards, power rankings, predictions. Here we go. Challenge USA two, episode six. Let's dive in. Kicking things off with the house segment and with the the clip that we saw days ago, I'm still, I'm not going to do my normal thing, but uh, at least when they put out like a full three minute scene on Instagram and all the other social sites, you know, three days before the episode starts, two days before the episode starts, at least if it's the first scene of the episode, that's not it doesn't bother me as bad as it does. If like, it's like, that's from two thirds of the way into the episode. I feel like you just gave away a lot of the stuff that's going to happen. First scene. We had seen it once. If you're watching, if you follow all those social sites and then, you know, as much as I don't like them, I always click and watch. I'm like, maybe I should just avoid those. Maybe that's on me, but dusty goes off. Dusty goes off. He is pissed. He got four votes. He does not like that. He got four votes. He thinks that all the people that didn't vote for him did. He is completely wrong. One of the people he thinks voted for him, Alyssa S., wasn't able to vote. Uh, so he is just, his, his emotions have gotten the best of him. He is kicking up some dust throughout his room. He's in a bit of a rage. Josh is a little bit poking and prodding it on. Tiffany is brought in because she feels like she's been, heard her name enough down the halls being yelled about. She comes, confronts him, and gotta say, uh, for Dusty having reacted completely wrong, yelling at all the wrong people, and being as if you're Tiffany, you're like, this is the most disrespectful. Like I've flat out told you, uh, we can, I can help you figure out. We're on a team. Like who do who, we can figure out who voted for you? I told you what it is. She reacts incredibly well for how wrong he is for yelling at her, and just how wrong he is in general about everything he's yelling about. She reacts so well that it's like it seems like he would be able to realize by her reaction that like. She's not that stone cold or that unbelievable an actress. I don't know. Maybe she is. I guess it could very well be. Maybe that. Maybe I shouldn't put say that. But I would just me watching her reaction. I'm like, that's a person who's not lying to you, Dusty. She's like trying to be like, can we calm? Like we are on a team. Uh, not necessarily like I wouldn't think about voting for you, but I didn't. In this instance, like I just I couldn't believe that she didn't get through to him because she was just being such a calm, composed and rational individual. And he was being anything, but red team just in shambles. Then we get Wes calling his lovely wife, Amanda. She's the best. She's absolutely fantastic and great. Love her so much. Love the two of them so much. Love their growing family so much. And this was a wonderful call to get to see and starts the episode's main storyline of Wes is, you know, feeling a certain way about not just the fact that he's about to become a father, but the fact that he did leave and came to do the show one more time with his wife already pregnant. And that's obviously like, I, I don't have any children. I'm sure the parents out there can really like actually empathize and sympathize with this more than the rest of us can certainly, but I can wrap my head around how ridiculously tough of a decision it would be to be like, this thing is, is most of my life. It's not his whole life. Obviously Wes has a lot as he'll always tell you. He always has, he always will. 
so much going on outside of the show, but the show is such a massive part of him and really, you know, where the publicly he has built himself up and changed himself and grown along with us. And so to not, you know, to wrestle with the idea of, should I go do this again? Now this new thing has entered my life and suddenly I have something that's not just as important, another big priority, the way my marriage has been or my businesses have been or my life and just career in general outside of the show has been, but this one actually supersedes it. And that confliction and, you know, not being there while your wife is pregnant, worried about, you know, as he says, if something could go wrong and like, I'm not even there, they can't even get a hold of me. That would be really, really stressful. And then on top of it, thinking like, because of all of this, is this the last one he's ever going to do? And we will talk about that later. Um, I love him so much. It's been so fun to watch all the flashbacks, especially this episode is not the first of the season, but we get a couple different times of like the montage starting from uh, fresh meat duel all the way up to some of the more recent seasons. And, you know, as someone who literally like a dusty says later in this grew up with West, like West in real world, Austin, like was in my Philly, Austin, Key West, uh, run of seasons. Well, in Denver, I always got to give there those four seasons were my real world. That was my era. You know, my teenage years where I'm really looking up to these people that are only a couple years old, older than me. I can actually envision living a similar life. Like Wes was that guy for me all the way through the challenge always has been. And so, yeah, uh, I got emotional at this point of the episode and definitely multiple times the rest of the way through. And then we turned to a different emotion. We turned to laughter and joy because we head off to the daily challenge and it's trivia. Trivia is amazing. It always is. It's always, it's not always the best challenge of the season, but it's, it's always in the running for the best daily challenge of the season. And lots and lots and lots of times it wins the best daily challenge of the season. And this one in particular, very cool version. I loved it. Uh, I don't remember the last time I liked a new version of trivia as much as I liked this one. It's a team concept with team effort going in. I, I like that. I like that it's legitimately difficult questions. Like a lot of these questions were really difficult. I'm okay with in a situation where it isn't like one answer wrong and you're done or a situation where one right answer by someone like that the catastrophe that was the trivia on recent seasons of all stars, where it was like, Jody doesn't even get to try to answer and she's just out and she's just in elimination. Like don't get me started on that. But if the, if you have chance to get some questions wrong, to be up there for a little while, I want really legit difficult questions. And I like that they leaned into like, you've got a team of people so we can keep more of them, the difficult version. Cause there's a shot in the dark that someone gets one of these, right. That Chris knows what a dodecahedron is, you know? And so I loved all that. It's physical element to it, but kind of like a random silly physical element. It like is strength and is kind of being like smart with your body. But like, I just loved everything about it. It's amazing. Trivia is the best. TJ had a great time. Everyone had a great time. My favorite questions of the long list of questions. I would go with uh, the design to be deleted is the slogan of what app hinge and Michaela's amazing answer about it. That definitely we will talk more about it again later. It'll come up in awards, but I loved that question in a moment. Tyler saying Steven Tyler, I was the lead singer of the white stripes. It's not the most embarrassing thing ever. Like when you're like, I have, I don't know that band. I have no idea. And so like, I, at least instead of saying, we don't know, I'm going to say an answer and say a name. It's not that embarrassing, but there really wasn't like any super embarrassing answers. So I would maybe give that one like the, 
the quote unquote dumbest answer, but you know, it's not like anyone gave, uh, you know, Dutch as the language of Australia type of answer. Taylor Swift is officially just everywhere. She just owns everything. Everyone, everyone has to talk about her. It has to be mentioned at any given point. So eras to her sneaking in there. Love that for Michelle getting that answer. Chris, again, the dodecahedron probably is the most impressive answer of the time of the, of the competition. And then the, Final favorite moment was one of the first ones, the first one. Corey trying to say Steven Spielberg's last name in confessional is pretty great. Loved that for him. Blue winning is a solid win for them. The team built kind of on strength and speed and athleticism and all the physical stuff wins the mental one. That's a really good sign for them and a really bad sign for Wes. Back to the house. We get nominations. Blue. It's cut and dry. And Bananas and Tori are super smart to not fight it. They veteran savvy right there, especially not just to go that route, but for Bananas to immediately pull Tori aside and be like, hey, before we walk in there, just so we both know and we both make the same smart decision, it's it's, it's four to three at best if we could convince Fessy to vote with us. We're proud. But the more now that I'm saying this out loud, is there zero chance that Fessy and Sebastian couldn't be convinced? Probably, probably not. Especially, I don't think Fessy as there's no way he's going to probably be like, Hey man, uh, bananas. Up. Well, I'm, we got to get Wes out of here. It's okay. Yeah. I, probably not. Probably not. I think on the women, Tori can get Sebastian to do whatever she wants, not on the men. So yeah, it is the smart move and it's very savvy to go discuss it beforehand and just be like, Hey, it's our guy. We want to defend him, but we're not going to, cause that's just going to cause unnecessary turmoil within our own team. Very smart as is shout out to Chris pushing Tiffany because thinking the thinking as he explains it, she's got the most friends on the teams that are voting and people will then all vote or is the best chance to get everyone to vote male and therefore the best chance that Wes ends up in elimination, which is his goal. Good strategy by him all around. I think it's not like the craziest, most next level strategy ever, but it is a very good strategy and it is strategic thinking. And Chris is growing more and more impressive by the episode. Just got to say that. Wes then campaigns. It's hilarious editing. It's hilarious in general, and they do a great job with the edit of it. Uh, it's just well executed all around. It's the only thing Wes can try. It's a good effort by him. It leads to a funny moment and entertaining montage and whatnot to you know juxtapose him and his campaign trail and everything they do with that to immediately... Actually, everyone is in a room saying, we're obviously not going to vote for a guy, right? And that's lovely. I really enjoy just Michelle popping the door open like, ooh, who's in here? Yep, okay, this is the conversation I want to be in. Thank you, and we're all doing the same thing. Great, like just fantastic moment for her. And then we get the big West breakdown. This had me, this definitely had me in my feelings, for real. This is when it all, like the conversation with Amanda, I was like, that that definitely got to me, the little montage. I was like, okay, okay. And, you know, he says this might be the last one, but then then this one when it's the big real breakdown, I was definitely, uh, I felt different. I, I believed him back with the, in the part when he talks to Amanda and he says, this is probably my last season ever. I was like, yeah. Okay. Wes. Okay. Wes. Sure. It's your last season for a while, but like, you'll be back. And in this moment, then when we get to this, the big breakdown and the conversation with him and bananas and dusty, we'll get there. Uh, I believed him and, do I, I'll just answer the question right here. Do I think Wes will ever do another season of the challenge? Yes. I think Wes will do one more season of the challenge. I don't know if that's season 40 because season 40 is going to film next summer and his child, you know, he, he's 
going to take a longer break than that. Um, I don't know if it's like all stars, like five or six or something where it's like, truly they, he gets together and he makes sure bananas and CT and him are all going to be there or and Jordan and whoever he thinks of as like the best ever. I don't know, but I, I, I have a really hard time believing there isn't a point in, you know, a year, two years down the road, Wes doesn't come back for one last rodeo and actually like say that going in more definitively even then you know he's kind of started to say here with this one uh which he does on twitter tonight say definitively this is it like this is the last one ever um so in the moment i believed him if i think about it after the fact i'm like i don't know man i think i think we're gonna see you again but i believe that in this moment he believes this is it forever this is the last one and that if he goes home he's never going to be able to play the challenge again i believe that he believes that in this moment i just don't necessarily believe that it'll be that feeling forever we shall see dusty has some great advice for him you know about being a dad uh how much joy it's going to bring to his life that he can't even comprehend till it's there and it's going to be the best but it is kind of hilarious that it's dusty with him and bananas and i mean what a dream for this guy this guy is me you know, he, he's been a fan of this show for two decades. He grew up with it. He loves these people as we have seen, especially in the case of bananas. And now he's the one sitting in the room as bananas and Wes have a conversation where Wes breaks down about this is probably my last season ever. I'm having a child. I've got all these crazy emotions and you know, this is it. And he's just in the room with the two of them. Like, Oh my God, what a dream for dusty. What a fucking dream. I'm at this point convinced Wes is going home. I am convinced Wes is going home from the show. You couldn't, if you just paused it at this point, I, I almost could have just hit record. Be like, oh yeah, Wes goes in and he loses. I don't know how. I don't know what the game is. I don't need to watch. I was convinced in this moment that Wes is going home. Then we get to the arena. And before we get to the game, Tiffany makes, is made all episode long, makes a heavy, heavy case for the Dan Renzi award. Like she's trying to come in and lock that award up all in one episode's worth of work. Shout out to her, shout out to her words, her sentences, her paragraphs, her jokes, her opinions, her wit, her everything. Uh, fantastic showing for Tiffany all throughout this episode via the confessional booth. It's been good all season. This episode had elevated to really great and like a bunch of them over the course. We'll get to the best quote here in a few minutes. She will be very prevalent in that. But uh, yeah, shout out to her for really jumping up in a season where it has been a little dicey on the quote front, on the confessional front, on who was maybe kind of starting to take the lead for the Dan Renzi award. And uh, needless to say, Tiffany jumped up and was like, I'll take the lead. I'll sprint out way the hell in front of all these people. And that's where she will probably remain the rest of the season. We'll see uh, if she's on the whole season. I don't know if anyone will catch her because I expect we'll see, keep getting the continued greatness from her out of the confessional booth. So shout out to Tiffany, the game that they play. It's dusty versus West. We knew it. We don't got to get into conspiracy theory stuff yet on, you know, the drawing. We went into that last week. We've, probably end up going into that every week we'll skip that for now because we'll come back to a similar topic in just one moment the game they play it's pretty interesting crank shafted or shafted crank whatever the hell they call it ridiculous name huge setup so shout out to the production team because this one took a lot of effort to set this thing up tying up the three things two different times you know building this massive contraption filling the whole thing with water getting the whole thing in there and the for like huge huge production job here so shout out to that team for building all of this 
and they play the game and it seems like a massive advantage to be in Dusty's spot and be going second and to have it one, it's always an advantage if it's a time versus time thing to know the time you have to beat. That's an advantage to know that and to be able to adjust your strategy and your speed against that. So that's always an advantage. It's also an advantage for Dusty to sit up there and get to watch Wes untie these things and kind of think through a little bit more and see in action like, Hey, where is there a place he gets caught up? Is there a place to stand a way to do it? Like any, there's just a lot more information can be gleamed versus the, how to stay on top of the rolling pin. Once it starts moving, you don't really gain as much really info. Like Wes doesn't gain much of like, how did dusty stay on top of this or whatever. So huge advantage dusty to start. And then it seems like dusty smokes him. Like it seems like Dusty absolutely smokes him again. No, obviously the big other biggest part is like knowing, yeah, you can't even turn the small wheel. So ignore it. Don't waste the 10 seconds or whatever Wes did. So again, huge advantage. Dusty seems like he smokes him. Wes thinks he smokes him and then Wes wins. And <laughs> okay. This is where I'm going to do, uh, one of we every season there you could pretty much like clockwork now at this point we're whatever six seven seasons of coverage into the challenge historian podcast history you could probably make a list of rants and topics that are guaranteed to come up at least once per season if not more here's one of them right now one of my favorites show us the whole eliminations unedited please and thank you you don't have to do it inside of the episode. I get it. You're on a time constraint and you want to make it fun and interesting and you want to edit it down to the most, you know, high pressure thing you can. Got it. Good. Great. That's amazing. You did a great job with this episode. But then on YouTube the next day, post the full uncut elimination. Maybe not uncut, like lightly edited, but show us the whole time. Show us the times, like click in the in the bottom, maybe split screen that and show us them going at the same time on the screen. Give us the real thing. You know how every one of us would watch it. Every person who watches the show, which is like 1.3 million or whatever, I think has been around the ratings for the for every episode so far, give or take about a hundred thousand. It's gone up and down episode to episode. But of those 1.3 million people that tuned in at some point, you know, for the actual show, I mean, at least half of them are going to watch this shit on YouTube afterwards, especially after an episode like this, where we're like, wait a minute, Wes won? What? Like what? That's not what we saw. That's from what we, the, the evidence we were given, the edit we were given said that Dusty went a lot, a lot faster. And you pull the fast one on us by saying, nope, actually he did not. Wes won by 37 seconds. So put it on YouTube afterwards, a day after, two days after. Hell, at the end of the season, I don't know. Um, one, it'll prove all the conspiracy theorists wrong because we'll also lean into that here really quickly because the Challenge USA 2 has just become where conspiracy theorists go to get jerked off every week and to, you know, just completely and utterly sorry for the horrible image there. But, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I, as, as the most staunch defender of production doesn't pull any shenanigans, it feels like there's so much with this season where we have to be like, eh, I still don't think they pull any shenanigans, but I understand why you might be upset or why you might be asking some questions. And so, you know, stop that and get a bunch of views, monetize your little YouTube channel. Like it, it'd be, it won't be a little YouTube channel. It'll be a very successful YouTube channel. So show us the whole thing because I don't know how Wes won, but you know, again, I'm a staunch believer. They don't pull any bullshit like that. Uh, it would really, really suck if they did. 
they were like, man, we already lost John A and Polly, and, you know, we've really used Wes sticking around here. Um, and it's last one ever. And we really want to milk that. Who knows? I don't know, but obviously having Wes around is a big win. So it's great. He's back. Um, it's going to be, if he doesn't make the final now, uh, or even if he does, whatever the last episode Wes is on is going to be very awkward now. Uh, because I feel like we had the big Wes goodbye, the Wes emotions, everything. And now we're going to do it all again at some point, either when he loses an elimination, goes home or just in the final, or he'll get to the final and he'll win. And my winner's pick will be correct. And he will go out on top with not quite back-to-back victories, but you know, he lost world championships. If you forget that back-to-back all-stars USA, it would be great. It's still in the cards. Dusty. It is not for him. I like dusty. I think that if you were there with him in the house the whole time, you could probably defend dusty and would understand a lot more the edit he got of just this super fan. Who's in love with bananas, you know, the note doesn't help or whatever, but I think that's actually defensible when you actually really think through it. Uh, you know, we're not going to get into all now. I like dusty a lot and he lived my, in a lot of people's dreams of, you know, being the super fan of the show for his whole life. And then at whatever 40 ish years old or whatever he is getting to come in and be a rookie and compete with bananas and Wes and be in an alliance with them and be in those emotional conversations with them. And just, he lived the dream. He lived my dream. Shout out to dusty. I liked dusty. I would be interested in dusty coming back. He, he did provide a lot. You, you had conversations about dusty. That's, that's to say the least. So dusty's gone. Wes is here. I'm not sure how but that's how it shakes out. And that's how it should have been because that's, if I had to pick, that's what I would have wanted. To the awards we go, best quote, we're back, baby. The quotes are back, five nominees. First one, Amanda, guest quote nominee appearance from Wes's wife, Namaste and and KC on Instagram and all the socials, I believe. I kind of butchered that, but close enough. But Amanda, quote, it looks like I just overate at the buffet, end quote, when Wes asked about are we seeing a bump yet? Loved that. Michaela, then it has not been deleted. So a man needs to come find me, end quote, about the hinge, uh, you know, question that we referenced earlier. Third nominee, Wes, quote, think thick, thick thighs save lives. Think that I typed wrong on my notes here. Think thighs. No, thick thighs save lives. Love that. Tiffany then back-to-back nominee four and five. Dusty, where are you going? If you don't put some dust on them damn legs and arms and stick your ass to this glass, we need you here. End quote. And then second one. Bye, Dusty. Come on down. You're the next contender to get your ass kicked right out of this game. Bye. End quote. We'll give it to that second one. It's Tiffany's award for the week. And then we got the best moment. Nominee number one, Dusty going off to open the episode. It's hilarious and fun. And yeah, I I had a good time watching it, uh, making a fool, but had a good time. Second one, all of trivia was fantastic, was great. If we have to go with a specific moment for it as the actual nominee, I would write on the envelope, TJ dropping blue after their win, probably got the biggest laugh out of TJ. And I really thought that was fun. It doesn't always happen. Usually when you win trivia, you get to stay up on the platform. And I love that TJ was like, nope. Goodbye. Congrats on winning as you'd fall into the water. Third nominee, Wes's whole breakdown. Fourth nominee, the moment between Bananas and Wes that Wes wasn't really actually trying to maybe have and Bananas was trying to make the whole thing of it. I still really liked it of him going over, you know, consoling him while he sat in the gross water over there and then turning around and Wes won. Uh, So that, I think, 
with respect to trivia, I think we have to give it to the to West winning in that Bananas West conversation right there at the end when we think it's all said and done. And as for the episode MVP, it's no surprise who wins West, of course. It's a very West-centric episode. But shout out to Tiffany, a second place. Dusty, a third place. And then we give Casty, Chris, and Michelle. They got some votes for the back half of the ballot. Uh, Casty, you know, on her revenge tour, definitely getting... Uh, getting, getting a lot of spotlight here. I'm starting to, you know, if I were to get really into my editing, um, like who's getting what type of edit Cassidy, uh, is look, looking good here with, uh, how much we're getting of her, uh, even with an obvious reason to get more of her, she's on the winning team. She has a vendetta here to go against West, but just saying Chris, same thing. Good episode. The strategy confessionals it's on the winning team. And then also Michelle, just, I think she's just a really Every time she's only on screen a couple times, she only has a couple confessionals. She only is kind of a part of a couple little moments. And each time high value add that conversation where she walks in and kind of is the big part of the, so we're not, no one's actually voting for a woman, right? We're going against Wes, even though his campaign, that little moment, getting the Taylor Swift shout out uh, a couple fun confessionals, you know, she gets in there too, but obviously dusty Tiffany West, the top three West takes home the MVP. Then we've got our power rankings and predictions. And guess what? Not a damn thing changes. Desi, Tori, Michaela, Cassidy, Chanel, Bananas, Wes, Fessel, Corey, Josh. I lied. Wes retakes the second spot over Fessel. So again, one more time, Desi, Tori, Michaela, and I think one of those three women will win this season. Cassidy, Chanel rounds out the five. On the men's side, Bananas, Wes, Fessel, Corey, Josh. Bananas, Wes, Fessel. And honestly, the more, again, another week, like if I, I, I hate to do it as I drop a light off of my desk, I hate to do it, but, uh, you know, Fessy with the one confessional again. So I just don't know if he can win based on how much we're seeing of him, but maybe just maybe it can still happen. But, uh, this feels like bananas or West is to win. This feels like Desi Tori Michaela's to win. That is your power rankings. We finally got some things right. As far as our predictions, we got three of four, right? And I should have went four for four. I feel really dumb for the one I missed. I said a male would be eliminated because this isn't survivor. We can't just only eliminate women. So got that right. I said blue would win the daily. And I said, West would win the elimination. But before that, the one I got wrong is I said, Tyler would get thrown in and then West would have the highest amount of votes and would get, uh, the, the hopper would throw him in. And I just did not think through, I should have been thinking of like, if blue wins the daily, then who has the votes on blues team? And when West was going to go in that route. So three out of four, not bad. We're getting back on track. We've now got three, four, five, nine out of 20. So another strong week, we'll get back over 500, which is the ultimate goal here. I did not prepare my predictions before clicking record. So totally off the top of the head here next week. We did see in the next week on that TJ has a big surprise and that everyone reacts uh, kind of solemnly to the announcement, except for we see Josh Giddy jumping around on the stage. So that leads me to think that the game's going team to individual because if anyone would be happy about that, uh, people on red team would be the most happy and probably Josh, who's like completely stranded over on this complete misfit team that is red. Uh, so that would make sense to me. And it just, I think they're going to eventually go that way anyways. Whether in, I doubted they were going to wait all the way to the final. So I think they're changing the format next week. That's prediction number one. 
that'll be at the end of the episode. Maybe that'll even be a cliffhanger. We might not know. We might just know that they are changing it. Probably just not what to As for who will win the daily before that happens though. I think blue cruises blue super team cruises to a daily win. And then I think another male ends up eliminated. So those aren't the most spicy of predictions. Maybe this is why you should think about them before you record, huh, Jacob? Yeah, probably should, but it's late. I just refer to myself in the third person. I never do that. Clearly, it's time for this podcast to come to a close. So those are your predictions. We're only doing three. Change format. Blue Cruises do the daily win. Another male is eliminated. I will go ahead and, you know what, add a fourth because we've been doing four every single time. I think Tyler will be eliminated after finally getting actual flirtation and sealing the deal on the relationship that we know goes on outside of the house. Those are your predictions. Those are your power rankings. That's your recap. We're all in our feelings. We're thankful Wes is still here. Dusty, you lived my dream. Uh, I'm going to have to reach out to Dusty because I know he's going to do the big X interview circuit, but man, uh, if there's anyone to talk to, that guy literally lived my dream out by being there at at an an advanced age for a challenge rookie. Uh, So yeah, maybe we'll we'll have to reach out to old Dusty there and get the inside scoop, but uh, we'll listen to him on all the wonderful exit interviews out there. Again, reminder next week, Thursday night's episode recap won't be until sometime on Sunday. Uh, There's a small chance it'll be Friday. We'll see if I can find a way to get it in, but don't expect it until Sunday. But then We'll be back regular time after that, the rest of the season, rolling right into some extra challenge content, some survivor recaps and coverage, maybe even with a new special co-host, who knows? So yeah, thank you as always for being here. Love you, appreciate you. Talk to you sometime next week. Until then, peace.